Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Hotline and bring in John Costco of Pro Football Focus. John, how you doing? I'm doing great, G. Bush. Thanks for having me on. Oh, man. Long time no see. I feel like I talked to you in a minute. Um, man, listen, it's been so much that's gone on. Let's dive right off into this free agency, uh, you know, period. Let me ask you this. How do you think Andrew Barry has done in order to fill the holes that he he needed to fill uh, coming into this year? I think I think he's been excellent this offseason. And you look at what Andrew Barry has done throughout his tenure as the Browns GM, and when he has to fix a certain position, he attacks it and, and he does it. You know, you look at year one, they needed to fix the offensive line. He built one of the best offensive lines in football, if not the best. Um, that, that unit is still together and, and strong. Uh, the next year, they needed to fix their defense. They, they came out of that offseason and, and turned in a top-five defensive performance that year. Um, and then they needed to fix their quarterback position that they found out, and they went off, obviously went and got uh, Deshaun Watson. And, you know, obviously he, he did not play well, and he, he was suspended pretty much the most of the season, you know, 11 games. But you can't argue that he didn't go aggressive after, you know, one of the best quarterbacks that was in, in the league. And, you know, you have to hope he turns it, you know, gets back to that uh, form of 2020 where he was uh, a top three graded quarterback at, at PFF. And then you look at this year, there's a lot of holes that they have. You know, they need to improve that wide receiver room. They need to improve that, you know, multiple pieces on that defense because uh, the defensive tackles didn't pan out. The safeties didn't pan out, you know, in, in year two. Uh, and also talking about upgrading at the defensive coordinator position, and that's obviously a, a Kevin Stefanski thing. But um, you know they they brought all those pieces in: Obanyaya Okoronkwu, Dalvin Tomlinson, Juan Thornhill, uh, just to name a few. And and it's been I think it's been excellent. I think he he did exactly what he needed to do. We'll see if these guys can mesh together, and you know Jim Schwartz can uh, bring about uh, a you know a, a pass rushing defense that can you know, be opportunistic. So it's been, I think it's been excellent for them so far. Um, you know, I came into the offseason saying I need two receivers. I wanted to get a little more athletic at that position. I just needed a little more change of pace, guys that can move a little better. Um, he went out and got uh, Elijah Moore, who was, you know, was on a lot of people's boards when he came out of Ole Miss, that he, he was one of, you know, borderline, you know, top 50 prospect in the, uh, in the NFL draft. Uh, he ends up losing some favor in with the Jets, and they end up getting him. 
Um, and then he turned right around and brought in another guy uh, who's a little older, uh, has some injury issues. But uh, when you get those guys that are available, they're available for a reason. But he got some, he goes against Marquise Goodwin. Um, what are your thoughts on exactly what those two guys bring to the table? And in general, what do you think and how, what's your feeling on the uh, on this receiving core? Yeah, so bringing in Elijah Moore, I love the move. You know, you look at the Jets, and the Jets are kind of have been like the, what used to the Browns be when you know good players would go to die essentially. And right <laughs> now, it's like it's you're talking about the worst quarterback play in the NFL that the the Jets have had over the past you know, four years or so. And, and especially with Elijah Moore there, the two years he's been there, it's been really bad. You know, um, Zach Wilson has not panned out as a you know number two overall pick for the Jets. Uh, and then any backup they had in there, they've had some flashes and, and better play, but it's still been poor play from that position. And really, when it comes to a wide receiver position, I know that Garrett Wilson won rookie of the year this year with, with the same quarterback, uh, but like, there's not much to go around in terms of, you know, how, how, how is that guy being used? Um, and then, you know, is, is he op- getting open but being thrown somewhere else? And so Elijah Moore is a guy that does get open quite a bit. Um, you know, per our numbers. And he's a guy that I, coming out of the draft, I thought he was a top 15 prospect. Like he, he was an electric player at Ole Miss, uh, great route runner there. And he was, he was a monster after, after the catch as well. And so it's just untapped potential, I think, in terms of what, what he can bring to the table. Marquise Goodwin, he's, he's just a, uh, a guy that's going to help to take the top off the defenses that, you know, probably, you know, they were hoping that Anthony Schwartz would do. But this is a proven veteran that can do that. And that we know, you know, has a proven track record. And uh, is he going to compete for, you know, 700 yards and so forth? No, but he's going to be good for, you know, a, a few big plays a, a year, um, you know, and also make you honor that because he can get behind the defense pretty easily. Uh, and he's just going to open up that offense. And, uh, you know, he's going to be competing for that fifth or uh, sixth wide receiver spot. But it's a, it's a needed veteran presence there that they can rely on as opposed to hopefully getting this guy, you know, a, a rookie to be able to develop in that spot. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, just the improvements. Um, I, I think one of the things that they were going for um, uh, up front, um, I just, I just think that they just wanted <clears throat> continuity. Um, I, I, I think they believe that going into the season, going to the, into this season, they just wanted all of the pieces to be the same. Um, they, there could be a judgment call being made on giving Conklin an extension. There's also a judgment call on whether or not Jedrick Wills is your your left tackle of the future. However, I think the reason they stayed pat was they just wanted to give Deshaun Watson the opportunity to get as many reps as possible with the same people to give them the best option to win games. Is is that the reason they are you think they made the moves at left tackle and right tackle? Yeah, it, you can only make so many changes to your roster before it just becomes uh the, the lack of continuity. And offensive line plays, you need a lot of continuity there. Got those that unit has been together, you know, Posick was you know entered last year, but the rest of those guys have been together for this would be their fourth year in a row. And having that continuity and that, uh, com- you know, com- comfortability with each other, because those guys have to work together as a unit. And when you, if you start moving, you know, switching out pieces too much, 
it can disrupt that that uh, that continuity for you. So I think for you know you look at you just look at every Super Bowl winning team over the past I don't know, decade or so. They have really good offensive line play. You know, look at the Chiefs this year; they had one of the better offensive lines. Even the Philadelphia Eagles had the best offensive line uh, the year ago. The one that, the thing that hurt the Cincinnati Bengals was that they had a really bad offensive line, and the the Rams had a better one. And I know there's a lot that more that goes on to winning the Super Bowl, but you have to have a good offensive line. And while Conklin took a step back and has had injuries, he's, when he is healthy and on the field, he's, a, he's still a very good right tackle. Uh, the question mark for me is obviously the, the left tackle position with Jedrick Wills. I think he, there's a lot of things he needs to get better at, uh, but I think you know, there, there's a very strong possibility they, they're looking to replace him um, you know, next year. But I think there's only so much that you can do at that, you know, to add to your team, considering the cash rates that they have now. Um, and I think the more important thing was to uh, get better at the, with the weapons, which is what they've done. Uh, and they're, you know, maybe still not done yet. Maybe they get a, a rookie in the third or fourth round. But I think uh, continuity, like you were talking about, is is vital for that that unit. And Jedrick Wills is, as you know, as a lot of Cleveland fans probably do not like him and. I'm not a big fan of his as well, but I think he's still a, you know, good enough at that position where uh, good quarterback play can make him look a lot better. Talking to John Costco in the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He's with Pro Football Focus. Uh, John, let's move over to the defensive side of the ball. I think they got made some really nice underrated moves. Um, you know, especially a defensive end. Tomlinson is probably going to be started. They look like they got my man, the young OG. Uh, I, that's why I call him over there to right end. <sighs> young OG is probably going to start, and then uh, you you know what you got in Miles Garrett. And here's what I like: I like competition. You got Hill, you got Hurst, you you got uh, Jordan uh, Elliott, Togiai. I think Perion Winfrey can you know rotate in there a little bit. But what I like is there is new blood at the defensive tackle position where you're going to have to compete for these reps. What do you think uh, about the the defensive line and and how they were able to reshape some things up front? Yeah, I I like it. So, you know, you call him OG, I'll call him 007 because he's going to wear number seven now. Uh, He's looking kind of crazy too. Yeah, right? So I think they're all very good additions. You look at Maurice Hurst as, as, as well, so... Maurice Hurst hasn't, I think he's played like 40 some odd snaps over the past two years. He's been hurt. And I think that's one thing. It's like you're, you're assigning him, you're signing Tristan Hill. Those guys are competing for those spots. When Maurice Hurst has been healthy, he's been a very good defensive tackle in the NFL. In 20, uh, 2020, he graded us at a 77.6, pass rushing in 81.3, you know, and so he, he can get it done. He graded extremely well for us in college. So, we know he has the talent for him. It's just a matter of staying healthy. And I think, you know, the defensive tackle position, obviously Tomlinson is a, is a proven veteran that we know can stay healthy and he's going to provide, you know, good 800 some odd snaps for the Browns this year with high quality play. Um, and it just helps to have at least one guy on that, you know, the interior defensive line to be able to hold up against the run and, and provide a good pass rush. Uh, Cause it'll help free up the other guy to you know, be, be a bit more productive. And obviously you pair that with Miles Garrett and, and uh, Obanayo Karankru. So I think it's like, a, you know, those, it's just bringing more guys that can, can provide some pressure on the quarterback, better run defenders, and then you're getting, again, you need competition at that, that three-tech position for, for the defensive tackle, and, and they, they're providing that for sure. 
Uh, last question before we get you out of here, John. Appreciate your time. Um, linebacker. They made some moves to bring back guys that were there. Um, you got uh, Taki Taki. He's coming back, but he's coming off an injury. Um, you got uh, Anthony Walker, who's coming back, but he's off injury. JOK had an injury. Phillips had an injury. Um, you know, when you look at this, you know, overall, the linebacker room, they will be very banged up, and some of them probably won't participate in OTAs um, due to these injuries. Um, they haven't really made any signings there. Um, is that the, the most important, um, you know, position moving forward? And do you think they'll you, you'll they'll throw some assets at it, whether it be another, you know, smaller signing and also uh, in the draft? Yeah, they, they might do a smaller signing. They might do a, like a late late draft pick on it. But I, I think it's important to know that that linebackers always look a lot better when your defensive line can actually hold up against blocks and keep them those guys free. So. We, as we know, the Browns have had the worst defensive tackle play in the NFL last year and, you know, the past two years. And so I think when those guys can kept, be kept clean, they make plays. And they, they, from a grading perspective, you know, Anthony Walker, I know he was only 120 snaps last year, uh, was still grading very well. Um, you know, we saw what JLK can do as a, as a rookie, but then you, you have, when he, when he had better talent around him, that, that defensive line matters a lot for those linebackers. And, uh, you know, I think I think with better defensive line play, those guys are just going to look a lot better. Yeah, those guys they need to be healthy. Uh, they need to probably make sure that they they bring in guys that um, you know they they can rely on to stay healthy. Um, you know, they'll do that with like you said, late round draft pick potentially or or a smaller signing. Uh, but I think uh, I think that position's fine in terms of what they're bringing into into the twenty twenty three season because uh, you've improved the defensive line. Those guys are going to be hold up a lot better and make make the linebacker group look a lot better. John, man, I appreciate you as always. Great talking to you, uh, and we'll definitely check back in with you uh, as the draft comes along and, and OTAs start to pop up here. Yes, sir. Good having being back on the show, G. Bush. You have a great rest of your weekend. You too, man. The great John Costco of Pro Football Focus. Make sure you check him out uh, and follow him on Twitter as well. Uh, 216-474-00. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to AtBat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.